Welcome to the Sailor to Sailor podcast. I'm Lieutenant Junior Grade Stuart Phillips for the Chief of Naval Personnel. Today we'll be talking about a topic that I think will be very important to all our listeners. Rating modernization. As you may already be aware, in August we released NAVADMIN 196-18, which provided an update on the Sailor 2025 rating modernization's four lines of effort. Career fields, marketplace force management, advancement, and credentialing. All of these efforts are part of an ongoing initiative to help the Navy increase fleet readiness, sustainability, and fit. So what do these updates mean for you? What's the bottom line? To get us up to speed on the updates to rating modernization, we'll be talking today with Rear Admiral Now, Director of Military Personnel, Plans, and Policies. And once we cover an overview of rating modernization, we'll jump into the first line of effort, which is career fields. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thanks, Stuart. I'm uh, happy to be here, and I appreciate you setting this podcast up. Yes, sir. So to start off here, what is rating modernization and why is it important? You know, rating modernization is all about bringing our personnel systems and the processes that we use into the 21st century. We're going to modernize uh, and are modernizing our rating system to redefine enlisted career fields, improve talent management and our detailing processes, offer sailors more career choices, and expand their professional development opportunities. So that that is that is what rating modernization is and you know we started this effort uh, back in December of 2016 uh, to modernize uh, our ratings in a way that had never been done before uh, and it was long overdue Uh, by joining rating modernization with the transformation uh, of our enlisted personnel business practices and processes both here uh, in Millington uh, and everywhere else that we have manpower, personnel, training, and education folks, we're going to provide our sailors better talent management and career flexibility and the more relevant training that they're going to need for their next job. So in addition to, to, to all of that, it's also going to add to their resume uh, widely recognized credentials that translate both within the Navy as well as uh, to the civilian uh, workforce. So. Um, to put it in a nutshell, uh, and, and because, uh, you know, the military, we tend to uh, develop campaign plans that have lines of effort. We developed a campaign plan for rating modernization, and that has four key lines of effort, or lose. Uh, and there's a little bit of overlap between some of them, but, but the four lines of effort are enlisted career fields, marketplace detailing, the advancement process, and credentialing. And when you combine these uh, lines of effort, they support a long list of Sailor 2025 initiatives that will redefine those career fields, improve our talent management, the detailing process. As I mentioned, it will offer more career choices and more flexibility uh, to our sailors. Um, But make no mistake, we're doing this because the Navy has to do it, because it's going to help increase our fleet readiness. It's going to make us more sustainable in the future where resources uh, will continue uh, to be uh, scarce uh, and it's going to help us with our fit. Yes, sir. So the first line of effort is uh, career fields. Uh, What are we doing here? 
Yeah, well, so as we, as we mentioned, um, how do you get after providing sailors with more choices and flexibility and transparency? The first step uh, was to tackle broadening career fields by linking together ratings with similar skills in an organized fashion, which will eventually allow our sailors to move laterally uh, in a way that they've never been able to before. And this, we really look at this as a win-win situation. The sailor has more choice and transparency in negotiating for orders, uh, the ability to, to influence uh, their training and increase their promotion opportunities, and all this is going to give the Navy greater flexibility in assigning uh, those highly trained and talented personnel to critical billets where we need them, when we need them. So uh, it's not just about uh, what that's going to do for the individual, uh, but it's really ultimately uh, going to give us uh, the ability to train and repurpose elements of our force uh, to meet uh, a, a very rapidly changing world. So I'd use this opportunity to just mention that a key enabler uh, for this uh, is ready relevant learning. And, and that is going to uh, improve the way we deliver uh, training to our sailors. Uh, it's going to reduce uh, what we call knowledge atrophy. You know, do you, do you use what you have learned uh, or do, are we teaching you things now and training you in things now where you don't use them in that next uh, opportunity at sea uh, or in an operational shore billet and then that knowledge atrophies and we have to reteach it to you or it, it becomes stagnant and stale. So, so ready relevant learning is the answer um, to get after this. So. Uh, under this construct, sailors are going to be given training in blocks rather than all at once upon entering the Navy. Uh, and, and ultimately, as we talk about the career fields, it'll help a sailor who decides to move between career fields and may need a little bit of additional training um, to, to get that training uh, in an efficient fashion that works for both sailor as well as uh, as for the Navy and and certainly I can talk more about that as we continue the conversation yes sir so with these new career fields what happens to the sailors NECs sure so um, we, we really did a total revision of the uh, of the NEC construct and so the the new one uh, is made up of four alphanumeric characters which are organized around uh, the 12 communities and the 23 career fields uh, that, we, uh, that we developed and that I mentioned earlier. For example, the surface community has three career fields, engineering, technical, and operations. And within that operations field, there are five ratings, bosun mate, operations specialist, quartermaster, mineman, uh, and our SPAC sailors. So, and then you can, you can take that into the uh, surface community, the aviation community, et cetera, et cetera. So, so this new construct uh, provides a foundation that'll, that'll provide for a wider, uh, you know, career development, uh, that will provide for wider career development opportunities in combination with some of our other rating modernization and Sailor 2025 initiatives. In other words, this was a necessary uh, first start and, and certainly uh, for, uh, for RRL, uh, for Ready Relevant Learning it was. And so 
I don't want to get too far into each of the digits, but the first digit of the new NEC code is based on the sailor's community. So in the example that I gave you, that was surface. And then the next two identify uh, the respective career field, okay? Um, think um, think uh, rating, uh, and they were developed by NAVMAC. And then the fourth digit represents how many blocks of training remain for a sailor uh, or if the NEC code is not yet part of block training. And again, there's an AVADMIN that goes, that goes through that. The one last thing I'd add is that uh, in the future what you're going to see um, is we'll continue to evolve that NEC structure and we're going to add um, proficiency and experience. We have fields now in what's called the NEC suffix, but we're going to robust that because we want to get after being able to use proficiency and experience uh, in that uh, what we would call the sailor DNA uh, and in the future we'll want to use it uh, for detailing and and we're delving into that uh, in some in some communities like in aviation right now with a program called Amex but experience and proficiency are very very important so you'll see that coming down the pike so the NEC codes have been organized according to career fields, uh, but how will sailors move between uh, ratings and, uh, and also between career fields? Sure. So, um, so one of the things that, that we're developing is something called the commonality matrix. And it, it sounds uh, a little daunting, uh, but at the end of the day, it's, it's simply a, a tool that's going to help our sailors, our career counselors, our decision makers, uh, have a better understanding uh, of what the expected knowledge is in a particular rating, what are the overlapping skill sets as you look uh, across ratings, uh, and then what are shared training requirements. So as the, as the name denotes commonality, it will help us figure out, you know, where, where do we have overlap where it would be very easy for us to allow movement between uh, those career fields and then as you think about uh, where we are going to go with uh, ready relevant learning and being able to deliver that training in a different way uh, and, and using some different tools, ultimately we'll use that commonality matrix to define what the differences training if you would be to go between one rating and another and, and if that makes sense and the Navy has a need and the sailor has a desire, then we'll be able uh, to match that up. Uh, I, I will just mention to you though that while most folks don't realize it, right now in FY18 we had uh, almost 300 sailors that did do conversions uh, into new rates. So it's not that we're not doing some of that now, but as we bring some of these new processes and tools uh, online, like the commonality matrix, like the detailing marketplace, you're going to see us be able to greatly expand that. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to learn more about rating modernization and our updates to career fields. On our next mini podcast, we'll be talking about rating modernization and marketplace force management. And remember, for more information on Sailor 2025, go to CMP's homepage on Navy.mil, find us on Facebook and Twitter under USN People, or log into My Navy Portal.